I'm life and business coach, Samantha Sifring, and this is the Online Business Building Mamas podcast, where you learn how to build a wildly successful business from home while raising kids. Welcome to episode 80. I just got back from several days in California with my coach and several other of her clients for a pampering trip. It was so amazing. So I stayed right on the beach in a hotel. I had an ocean view. Every morning I would wake up and go down for the hotel breakfast, which was outside, right? Like three or four feet from the sand and overlooking the ocean. It was amazing. Then I would walk up the hill to the house that she rented for us. And this house was amazing. Um, If you are friends with me on Facebook, you probably saw some amazing pictures from the trip. And it was just gorgeous. So one of the days there, we had photo shoots um, around the house. And I wore a amazing white sequin long sleeve short dress and took pictures all around the house. I've seen one of them and it is amazing. My reaction when I saw it was, I look like I know the secret. <laughs> and I'm so excited to show you that photo and to be using these photos all over the place. On the next day, we had hair and makeup done professionally, and we recorded video testimonials for my coach, and it was so fun, first of all, to do that, but also to really reflect on how far I've come in the time that I've been working with her, and to really reflect on how much my business has grown, um, what it's like to be making 100000 in a year, and what it was like before I met her, before I got any of her coaching, and how I really just didn't even imagine that this would be possible for me, how I didn't even consider that this would be my life, or that this is the kind of thing that I would be doing. It was like, oh, great. Like maybe I can match my salary from before. And now it just feels like the sky is the limit. And I can't wait to see what the next year holds for me and my business and what I'm going to be creating. One of the things that I said in the testimonial, I'm going to share two things. But one of the first things was that I have really experienced a shift in my thinking from my goals and um, like the financial goals, income goals that I set for myself, seeing them as when versus if, like they're going to happen. They are a plan. It's more about when they're going to happen. 
and they're less of like this dream and like maybe and if and all of that. That certainty that I'm going to create them is so powerful and I truly think that this is the major benefit, one of the major benefits, but for me, I feel like this has been the biggest one for me is having someone else who believes in my business and believes in me more than I do to see like, oh wait, she thinks I can do that. Oh wait, she's talking about me building a million dollar business. Like that's already on her mind. That's already on her radar. She already thinks that that's true. And just a matter of time, it is almost like I can borrow that from her while I build my beliefs in those things. And it's just unbelievably powerful to have somebody believing you, believing in you like that and normalizing your goals like that. I think it's a pretty rare experience for most of us. What like I know I talk to like friends who are not entrepreneurs and they don't get the numbers talk at all. They're like, wait a minute, a million dollars? Like what? Like they just don't get it in the way that those of us in the online business space do. And it, it just is so meaningful to have somebody who is lending you those beliefs. So if you don't have that, we should talk because you definitely need that in your life and in your business. It will change everything. The other thing that I wanted to quickly share about before we get into today's episode was another thing that I talked about on my video testimonial. And this was about my decision-making process to hire my coach and to hire coaches in general. I've always really dragged my feet on that decision. So if you are listening to this and you're like, oh, that's me, this is definitely for you. So the main story that I told was when my coach opened up her mastermind for the last cycle. So it started in January. She was offering this in like November or December. She reached out to me and was like, hey, have you looked at this? And it was funny. I talked to her about it this past week when we were together and she was like, I just knew that you were going to make tons of money and you should definitely join. And I was like, yeah, I was a no. I responded to her and I was like, I am totally in for next time, but a no for now. And she responded and was like, what? Why? <laughs> and I literally ghosted her. I didn't respond back at all. And it's funny now because this is like one of only a couple of stories she tells. Like she really, you know, does not teach reaching out to people and making them offers. She definitely teaches having people come to you. I definitely believe in that. And she said there's just been a handful of times that she's actually reached out to people because she just truly knew like there's no way that this is not going to work for you. And I just found it really funny now in retrospect that I did that. And the whole reason that I told the story 
is that I was not even entertaining the decision. So it wasn't like I sat down and said, okay, I'm going to make a decision about this, yes or no, and like really thought it out. I didn't even go down that road. Like I didn't even consider making a decision. I made the decision of no by default. And I have a pattern of doing that in the past. That was the last time I did it. I haven't done it since. So almost a year ago now. But it was a habit for me to not even entertain something. And then I would have regrets after the fact that I hadn't made that decision and that maybe I should have. And I just really encouraged people to not be like that, not be like the old me and miss out on opportunities and miss out on getting in on things that you really are ready for. You know, I think I had some doubts that my business was ready for that. And now I'm like, wow, imagine if I would have started then what I'm doing now, that would be great. I'm not a big regret type person, but I think it is just good to reflect on the decision-making process and to just point out that I probably would have moved faster in the first half of the year had I actually sat down and thought about the decision and all of that. So I encourage all of you really think about how you're making decisions and if you are making decisions. It can be a game changer and the quality of your decisions will create the business that you have and the number of decisions you're making and how quickly you make them and how quickly you implement them. Decision making is so important for our businesses. All right, let's get into today's episode. I am talking about goals today. I work with moms who have started businesses from home, had some success, and then struggle with future goal setting. Um, I really think that the way that we've been taught to set goals is the reason why. This is something I work on with a lot of my clients, so I really wanted to make an episode about it. Today, I'm going to be breaking down why SMART goals aren't a smart way for you to set your goals if you're an entrepreneur, and I'll be giving you tips and tricks to nail goal setting going forward. So let's just take a moment and talk about the purpose of goals. So the purpose of a goal is to give you direction and focus. It is the difference between just like hopping in the car and starting to drive versus having a destination and knowing where you're going. Without a goal, you lack direction and you also won't know if you got there or not. Like there's no way to know if you've ever arrived because you never set out to go anywhere. I want to do a quick little caveat. So there are a ton of different ways to set goals. And I want to be clear that today's episode is for somebody who is growing her business. In the corporate world, there's a lot of goal setting done that bonuses are contingent upon and that kind of thing where you can be penalized for setting a goal too high. This is not 
for you, <laughs> if that is you. This is for entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs need to be constantly thinking outside the box, questioning what's been done before. And I found that setting goals that seem impossible is a great way to find the limits you've put on yourself that aren't real and move beyond them. Impossible goals are the complete opposite of what we've been told is right. We've been told to set realistic, attainable goals, goals where we can see the clear path to how we will achieve them. And these techniques keep us producing more of the same and they stifle our creativity as entrepreneurs. So why not SMART goals? SMART, for those who don't know, is an acronym with several different meanings, but this is the consensus that I found in a quick Google search. Specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. It is a very popular tool for goal setting, and I'm going to go through and break down each of these points and give you a different way to think about setting your business goals. Let's do this. All right. The first is specific. I actually do love this one. So a lot of the women I work with have the tendency to focus on things that aren't specific when they set goals. They want to work less and make more. They want to grow their audience. They want to get more visible. They have these vague ideas about what they want, but it isn't specific enough to be actually helpful to them. And it doesn't actually create the result that they want. Do they really want a large audience or do they want to make six figures a year in their business? I really encourage you to set a number goal for your income, even if it makes your stomach hurt a little bit. Actually, that is a great sign, but we will talk about that later. We are taught that wanting to make money and talking about money in general is wrong. We're taught that money isn't everything, but here's the scoop. Revenue is actually a very easy goal to set. It is super specific. It will help you clarify your plan to get there once you set it. And having more money actually does make things simpler. Nobody out there can tell me that more money wouldn't make your life easier and more peaceful. I have gone from having less to having more. And having those options, being able to buy tools, babysitting, cleaning service, a new appliance if it breaks, all of these types of things makes life less stressful. So yeah, money doesn't replace loved ones and that kind of thing, but it is a very important tool and it actually enables us to spend more time focusing on what's important to us and less time focusing on money. People who don't have money and who don't have enough money for the things that they want and need, they think about money much more because they're stressing about it all the time instead of enjoying time with their kids and enjoying their loved ones and that kind of thing. The second point, measurable. 
For me, this one is just a little double check on the first one. How will you know you accomplished it? 8K in the bank this month. I personally would replace measurable with two different things. A simple plan for reaching the goal, like a step-by-step -step simple plan, and a system for evaluating your results as you take action towards the goal. These two concepts, the simple plan and the evaluation system, are things that I learned from my coaches that completely transformed my business and something I use and create with all of my clients to help them see quick results and always know exactly what is coming next. Without these pieces, a goal is like a vision board you made and then put in your closet and never looked at again, or like a vacation you dreamed about one time and then never did anything else about. The third point, achievable. Okay. This one is total trash for entrepreneurs. This concept, achievable, kills your creativity and takes away your power. I recently heard that we don't need goals to create a realistic and attainable life. And it was one of those quotes that had me like saying yes and like fist pumping. <laughs> I'm going to say it again. We don't need goals to create a realistic and attainable life. This is because we'd create this on our default mode anyway. Realistic and attainable is based on our past, what we've already done, and our brain thinking it's pretty reasonable to assume that we'll keep doing more of the same. Why even set this goal? Most of my clients come to me because this is where they are stuck. They've created a business that makes consistent income, but they're struggling to move beyond it in a way that works for them. So for instance, I had a client who was making $4,000 a month consistently. She really wanted to be at six figures. Every time she had even gotten close to six figures, she was hustling and working so hard, so much, it completely drained her and she totally burned out every time. When we started working together in three months, she went from 4K a month to 10K a month. She got pregnant during that time and she said that she was working less than ever before and taking more naps than ever before because she was having that first trimester exhaustion. If she had been thinking about what she had done before, she never would have set the goal because she would have thought, well, I've tried that before and it didn't work. It felt awful and I'm trying to get pregnant right now. So I need to just set this aside. That was about a year ago. Her business is more successful than ever before. She's taking the rest of this year off for maternity leave. She's already made her six figures for the year, even taking off a whole quarter to have a baby. It's amazing. So don't be limited by what you have done before. What happens when we set an unrealistic, unreasonable, impossible goal is that we challenge our minds to find out how it's actually attainable and possible for us. We suspend our disbelief. 
When this happens, we break through the limits that we've placed on ourselves and the magic can really happen at that point. When I was a kid, I remember someone saying that someday we'll all be carrying computers around in our pockets. (laughs) I 100% remember being like, nope, computers don't fit in pockets and I don't think I would like a mini computer anyway. That sounds so weird. That's never going to happen. I'm really thankful that other people didn't have this same limitation that I did because I really like my iPhone and I love having my computer in my pocket. Part of setting impossible goals is understanding what happens if you don't reach them. So I think a lot of us have a hesitance about setting goals because of this. And just because you don't reach them maybe in that initial time period you set, this can create a lot of drama. A lot of us are afraid of setting them because of that. Like we would be a failure or it would mean we weren't good enough. These are lies. Just because you failed at creating a goal does not mean you are a failure. And it doesn't mean you can't evaluate and keep going. This isn't school. Entrepreneurship is not a class. I guess it is. But what you're doing right now is not a class. You're not in business school, most likely. You don't have to start over and retake the class next semester. Yeah, you'll be disappointed. Absolutely. You can evaluate where things went wrong. You can take responsibility and you can use that to fuel you into trying again and tweaking the plan. I want you to think about this. What if reaching this goal was 100% possible and 100% in your control? What might you do differently? I think that's an amazing question to ask yourself and really expand your brain to think more creatively. The next letter in this acronym is RELEVANT. This is another one that feels redundant to me and is essentially when somebody tells me their goal is to create a program, to get 500 people in their Facebook group, to create a YouTube channel. Is that really your goal or do you want to make money? None of those things are bad, but they're means to the goal more than the goal themselves. When I first became a coach, this one really tripped me up with clients. They would say that they wanted to set a goal like eat out only once a week or get 500 people on their email list, but then they would be upset when they achieved those and not weight loss or new clients. Don't confuse action steps for the results that you really actually want to achieve. Finally, time bound. Okay. This is another one I love and I love it for one reason. It brings up all your mind drama in the mastermind. I'm a part of my coach gave us this goal of making $10,000 cash from new business in 30 days using only the offer that we had created during the mastermind drama. (laughs) And that drama is really just our fear, our default thinking, the part of our brain that wants us to stay safe, and the fake limits that we have put on ourselves. 
when we set a time frame, it's like it puts a spotlight on all of those things so that you know exactly where your work is on the mindset side of things. If you set a goal and don't feel drama, you should definitely be suspicious. Either the goal is too little or you're completely disengaged from it. The bottom line of this episode, your goals might be the reason you aren't making more money. Here's why. We were taught to set goals wrong. We were taught to set goals that we believe we can achieve. And what we believe we can achieve is based on what we've done in the past. When we use the past to create our expectations for the future, we never do more, make more, or become more. What if your goal was something that you want to achieve but aren't 100% sure you can? What would your goal be if you had to pick an income goal for October that you want to achieve but aren't 100% sure you can achieve? If you've been struggling with your goals and how to achieve them, October can be different for you. Let's set up a time to chat about your goals. I'll help you identify exactly why they aren't working and develop a plan to work together to help you make what you actually want to make in a way that works for you instead of maintaining what you've done before. If you're ready for that, you can go to bit.ly slash call Samantha, B-I-T dot L-Y slash C-A-L-L S-A-M-A-N-T-H-A. All right, mamas, I hope you have an amazing rest of your week. If you like this podcast, I want to invite you to coach with me over in my program, Mama to CEO. There's you and there's the consistent income you want to make in your business. And I help you remove everything standing in between. It's lifetime access for mastering your marketing, sales, time, and everything else you need to have the business and life you really want. Whether it's making your first thousand or a hundred thousand, I can help you do it. To join, go to mamatoceo.com, M-A-M-A-T-O-C-E-O.com. 